The Rock and Rudy here to preview UTSA and UNT. It's homecoming week for the Roadrunners. We're going to try to get into more depth here as the UTSA Roadrunners host the North Texas Mean Green. They sweep the league special UTSA edition. Welcome to the birdcage. Rock, are you ready to talk UTSA, UNT? Give the uh, fans of the uh, birds something to listen to before the game gets started. Man, I'm I'm definitely ready. I mean, I'm, it's going to be a really good game, real exciting. And you know how heated this rivalry is. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people on Twitter go back and forth about it. But the one thing I saw from one of my friends, Twitter, Joe Longoria, he is saying that it's kind of sad how UNT, you know, talks all this mess, but they've only won one conference title in like the last, I think, decade or so. Or, and then UTSA comes in their own conference and wins a conference championship already in such a little f- time. So it's kind of funny, but obviously UNT leads the series all time. I believe 5-4, and this is their 10th meeting. And UTSA is coming off a loss last year that was brutal in the rain. But they should be really excited for this game. Yeah, I I mean, we cannot forget that. You cannot forget the fact that UTSA was 11-0 heading into the UNT game. And guess what? UNT did pull up the upset over uh, UTSA last year. So the rivalry is there. It's a it's a heated game. It's a heated rivalry. Seeing a lot of stuff on Twitter, like tons of stuff on Twitter over this game here. We will talk about packing the dome here at the end of the show. Again, we're going to be here with you probably for about 15, 20 minutes or so going over some news and notes for UTSA, UNT. Again, man, you know, we're we're going to dive right into this here. I mean, right now you're looking at the, at the two best teams in um, – Conference USA right now, UNT, UTSA is number one. UNT is number two. UTSA stands right now at five and two. Uh, North Texas is a four and three. Both are three and oh in the conference. So that goes to show you that this is a very, very huge game for both teams because this basically gives you control of the conference right here. Overall, these teams, Brock, let's, let's point out the obvious here. Defense is actually not the greatest on both teams, on both squads. Uh, you got the UNT, that's probably one of the best rushing uh, teams in the country. And UTSA doesn't really have a stout rush defense. You know, passing game, you know, it's kind of like UTSA's forte on the offensive side is passing the ball. Frank Harris is in the top five um, passing yards, is one of the you know, premier quarterbacks in college football right now. The receiving core for UTSA is going to give North Texas a ton of problems. Let's preview the defense first, Rock. Defense for both sides. I mean, it's probably going to end up being a shootout more than likely, right? Oh, for sure. You know, that like like I agree completely with you. You know, for the mean green, you know, their their pass defense ranks uh, 123rd while their run defense is 105. So they're allowing, you know, they're scoring points on offense, they're scoring points, but they're also conceding nearly the same amount of points. So on offense they score 36, but you know, conceding they're 35. So it's gonna be, you know, a real big shoot, like you say, but you know, it sounds good to UTSA Roadrunner ears, but I mean U- UTSA's defense is not that great either. Uh last week they allowed against uh FYU uh three hundred and twenty-three yards, and I get it. It was a blowout. You know, the stats can be inflated, but still that's not good when you're playing a team like that. And UTSA's end, they're a little bit better, but they're giving up twenty-nine points and they're scoring thirty-six. So it's gonna be a complete shootout. 
Um, but it's just going to be come down to who's going to make that one play that's just going to shine uh, uh, near the end of the game. Yeah, you know, it's it just seems like it's going to be. Uh, it's I don't know, man, because looking at it, will UTSA be able to stop North Texas's run? It let's just call a spade a spade. It's going to be tough. I mean, you've got tons of guys on, you know, North Texas, mainly um, Austin, uh, not Austin. Well, Austin, Ani is their quarterback there. He's not really much of a threat. I mean, he's only like 1,692 yards passing, 17 touchdowns, eight interceptions, uh-huh. 56% completion rate. But when we get to the backs, uh, uh, Oya, Oya, Ayo, I'm trying to pronounce it. Ayo. I think it's like Ayo Adi. Adija. Like, it looks like Adija. it, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm butchering these names, but uh, but you also have Oscar Attaway, the third. I mean, you're talking about two guys that are combined are over 1,100, almost close to 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. I mean, uh, Iowa is averaging 8.3 yards on the ground. Oscar is 5.2 yards on the ground. But not only that, I mean, you've got receivers there. Like I said, Roderick... Um, uh, Roderick Burns is there, 27 receptions, 402 yards. They're not going to really beat you, I think, through the air. It's going to be the run game that really is what's going to do for North Texas. Can UTSA stop that run, Rock? That's that's going to kind of be the focal point, I believe, going into this game is stopping the run of the mean green. I mean, you know, I'm not with the players every day, and I'm not going to – I'm not the coach. So I'm not, you know, there to tell, you know, UTSA fans here, okay, they're going to stop it. They're going to put a, a great amount of effort, but I think the one key thing that we need to also realize is UTSA is really beat up on both sides. You know, Jeff Taylor has been emphasizing it these last couple of weeks, and they've been still pulling out victories. But he even said it in his post-practice uh, interview today that they're just beat up on both sides, and this, they need this buy. And the way he described it was a saying that, they need to find a way to win, and he doesn't know how, but they need to find a way to win. That should just speak volumes right there because he knows it's going to be a tough game, and he's he's not expecting you know them to go and st- uh, you know focus on stopping the run. Yeah, does he want to stop the run? Of course, you're a head coach. You don't want to uh, have the best offense out there, but it's going to be a hell of a battle. And the main thing is, I, well, I think the two main things that are going to come down to what decided is how many fans show up, and obviously there's no rain, so. It's going to be a, a big, big difference in, uh, from last year's game, I think. Yeah, it's it's the run game for me. I mean, they've got to be able to stop that run game. Here's to hoping that UTSA can't stop the run game because I think if they can get a few turnovers, I, I really feel like if UTSA can get a few turnovers, it's probably not going to be as close as people you know are making it seem. That's just me going out on a limb there. I really feel that North Texas' defense won't be able to stop uh, the uh, I guess the air raid now it's kind of weird saying that with UTSA because that's more of like Texas Tech type thing but more of the air raid you know Frank Harris like I said he's fifth in the nation in passing yards 2300 passing yards 15 touchdowns five interceptions but look at the receivers on UTSA I mean uh, DeCorian Clark you've got what 44 receptions 678 yards that's 11th in the nation uh, Zachary Franklin, 49 reception, 678 yards. That's 13th in the nation. And Cephas, 50 receptions, 604 yards. That's 20th in the nation. Now, Clark and Franklin both have seven touchdowns each. Cephas has two. But, I mean, you're talking three guys in the top 20 in the nation. And that is where I think this difference is for this UTSA mean green game it's gonna it's gonna be one in the air and i think utsa will be able to pull this game off through the air and 
I mean, we'll give you the scores here in a little bit, what we feel. But preview that UTSA offense, Rock. I mean, are you seeing kind of what I'm seeing going into this game, that it's just going to take maybe a turnover or two by UTSA to really get the ball rolling, maybe get that 14, 17, 20-point lead heading into that final quarter? Oh, for sure. Because, I mean, if you look at last year, arguably the offense was run sincere. You know, the UTSA did have those receivers, and they balled out. I mean – You've seen how much they've grown from last year to this year, and they have a hell of a receiving group. But, you know, coming this year, they know the run game's not that as good as it was last year with Sincere at home. But I feel like their receivers really make the difference, and it it takes off a lot of pressure off not knowing, you know, we don't have a run game, but you got to stop our receivers. You saw it, you know, I saw it personally firsthand, you know, in the UTSA games that I've gone to here, but when they played UT, UT being a national, you know, program, having five-star athletes, but they couldn't stop UTSA's receiver. They couldn't even stop Frank Harris at one point. UTSA was in that game, but, you know, we all know how the result ended. But UTSA is one of the best trio receivers in the nation, and I really mean that. You know, you compare it to put it up against any Power 5 program, these guys can ball out. So, and given that North Texas really is bad against the, against the pass, it's going to be a Frank Harris show, and you're going to see them put electric numbers that are that's going to get a lot of national attention. And I think this is going to be one of the games of the on Saturday, the games of the week, basically. Yeah, so last the game, you know, Harris threw for 303 yards, two touchdowns against Florida International, and they ended up winning that game 30-10. to 10. So, I mean, we're going to get into quick scores here. The last three games, and we're just going to go through conference games because both teams are 3-0. and North Texas beat UTEP 31-13, uh, Florida Atlantic 45-28, Louisiana Tech 47-27. They pretty much dominated those three games right there in Conference USA. UTSA, on the other hand, I mean, you've got Middle Tennessee State 45 to 30. Western Kentucky was 31 28, very close game, but Western Kentucky is one of the tougher teams. Florida International, we just mentioned 31 to 10. It, it, it just seems like there's no, like, the defense is what I'm so worried about because. Both teams can put up points as it's as it's shown. I mean, in conference USA play, both teams will and can put up points. Safe to say, Rock, are we seeing probably an over under for this game? Easily 65 points, 60, 65 points. Oh, yeah, 100 percent. I think uh, if I want to take it even further, I think I saw over under somewhere where it was at 70 points, man. I mean, you have I'm gonna look that up while we're going. Go ahead. I'm going to look this up. Yeah, you have arguably who's going to be the conference player, uh, offensive player of the year with Frank Harris. And UTSA, love UTSA, I'm alone. But, you know, their defense is just isn't there and they're hurt. But you're going to have a big shootout, man. And like I said, it's going to be real electric. But I feel like this could also be a preview, you know, to the conference championship. Uh, I feel like these two teams are just going to stay afloat atop of the standings. And, and you're right, like you said earlier, whoever wins this game is going to have an easier course to the Conference USA Championship, but nothing be, can be taken for granted. I mean, this game beyond how the teams match up, it's a rivalry. So you got to factor that in. You got to factor the fans, just, you know, the atmosphere that's going to be in the motions that they're going to go into. And they both hate each other, man. It's just that hate that always goes with these rivalry games in any sport. You just never know which way it's going to go. Yeah, it's 71 and a half right now for the over and under. Yep. I, man, you know, I'm almost curious to say that that's almost a little too low. I mean, we're talking, I think there could be an easily a score of 45-38, I mean, you're talking, what, almost 80 points in combined mm-hmm. scoring? I mean, I definitely saw 
definitely, I'm definitely intrigued by that line. I think it might actually go higher than 71 and a half. The game is at the Alamo Dome here in San Antonio, Texas at 2.30. So be sure to pack the dome. Get out there, support UTSA. And Rock, you mentioned real quick, we're going to get into this too, because you said, say North Texas does come out here and they do get the dub. You know, you've got UAB, Louisiana Tech, Rice, and UTEP for UTSA. The one game that I really feel is a tough game remaining is that UAB game, um, which will come after the bye because UTSA will get a bye after this week. But say UTSA gets the win, you know, which we're hoping we're expecting here. North Texas still has Western Kentucky and UAB on that schedule. So their schedule is super tough now. I mean, you go three and one if you end up losing if you're UTSA. I still think you come out as conference champs because I really, other than the UAB game, but you're coming off of a bye. I think that game would be a little bit more manageable to where if you weren't coming off of a bye. But this is a massive game, I believe, for the Roadrunners because if you do get that W, you're putting North Texas at a major disadvantage, like I said, with Western Kentucky and UAB still on their schedule. No, yeah, and I completely agree, man. I mean, I agree also with that UAB game, but I think a sneaky game that could be a little trap game, you know, some fans may disagree, is a UTEP game at the end of the year also. I mean, it's the same colors, and you saw, you know, on Twitter, of course, fans going back and forth, you know, one claiming, oh, we had orange and blue furs, this and that. And it's kind of weird. It's like they're the same symbol that they use in a sense. It's just, I don't know, it's just kind of weird, but the miners, you know, they're coming here the last game you, you know you don't know if utsa is gonna where their mindset's gonna be you know they if they're right there in the standings or they're gonna overlook them but i think nothing can be taken for granted but i just think utsa has the best overall talent in the conference to where if they beat north texas like you said they're in the driver's seat and they could see north texas again at the end of the year yeah i think so i think it's like you said a nice conference preview here other than that, I mean, Western Kentucky, I still feel has a really good opportunity to make that conference game, but this is this game would put UTSA definitely in the driver's seat, giving them four and zero in the conference. I like their chances of winning the conference if they can get through this UNT game. Uh, prediction, Rock. We're getting ready to the end of the show here. Predictions. What do you think as far as UTSA UNT go? Give me a little bit of a preview, the Rock preview here, score wise and. Give me some stats, you know, whether it be Frank Harris or whoever, who you think is going to ball out this game? Yeah, so, you know, I'm riding with the runners. I think it's going to be a close game, and whoever comes up top is going to be by a field goal. I think it's going to be a complete shootout. You're going to see one of those games that you see with, like, NFL games. Like, it's it's going to be esque of Bills-Chiefs. You know, it's going to be one of those big shootouts where you're just on the, on the edge of your seat to the very end, and... I think it's going to be a super electric crowd because everyone wants to go, come out to the game. They're really promoting it. And whoever listening, please come out to the Dome. You know, Jeff Taylor said they, they at least need 30,000 minimum. 30,000. And even if you're not a UTSA fan, just go cheer on a, a San Antonio team. As much as you cheer on when we had the AAF with the Commanders or when we're going to have the XFL, cheer on San Antonio if you don't have a team. You know, cheer on UTSA if you don't have a team. You know, these guys are homebred. And there's nothing better. You know, cheer on UIW as well. I have nothing against them. Cheer on all the San Antonio's. Go Trinity or Lady Lake in any sport. But the biggest thing is we need to rally behind these San Antonio kids. But I think UTS is going to come up top. You're going to see Frank Harris with five touchdowns total. Three, I think three passing and two rushing himself. But it's going to be a super close game. But I got the runners by three. Runners by three. Okay. And I, like I said, I... 
I echo that sentiment. I do have UTSA winning this game. I know they're beat up, man. They are definitely beat up for sure. I totally get that. But I think they look deep down inside. They understand the importance of this game. They understand what happened last year. I mean, UNT was the team that kept them from a perfect season outside of the bowl game. I mean, UTSA was 11-0 going into last year's game. And they got tripped up by North Texas. So I know that fire burns deep, especially on uh, guys like Cephas and Frank Harris. I mean, Zakari, these guys, they know what happened. And I think this is the reason why UTSA does get it done Saturday at the Dome. I'm going with the score of 44 to 37 is what I'm going. It's going to be a... Okay touchdown victory for UTSA where I think the difference is is you're going to see a defensive turnover. You're going to see a turnover uh, on the uh, North Texas side late in the fourth quarter. UTSA is going to come up with a big fumble, big interception. It's going to kind of seal the deal. You're going to see North Texas driving, but I really feel that the Roadrunners defense will step up late in the game to stop North Texas 44-37. Give me the birds. You called Frank Harris with five touchdowns. He's going to be your baller of the week. Will I'm going to say Frank is probably going to end up getting quite a few touchdowns. I don't know if it's going to be five. I got him pegged for four. I see him probably around 340 to 350 and four touchdowns. My MVP this week. I'm going to go with the man himself, Sakari Franklin. I think he's going to go for about two to three touchdowns this game. He's going to be one of, he's going to be the target for Frank in this game right here. Probably a good 120, 130 yards on uh, North Texas. So Sakari Franklin's going to be my baller of the week. So that's our preview for UTSA. As Rock mentioned, go support the birds, you know, Jeff Trailer is asking, Coach Trailer is asking for 30000 plus in the Dome. We can easily get that. Pack the Dome this weekend. But not only that, UIW is doing fantastic as well. You've got other programs here in San Antonio. Be sure to support all your local football teams. You may think it doesn't make a difference, but it really does. These guys are out here balling for you guys, playing for you guys every single week. These are the stars of tomorrow, so support them today. So for Rock, you got anything left, Rock? No, nah, man. I mean, I'm excited and uh, birds up. Yeah, birds up. So for the Rock, Rocky Garza, this is Rudy Confucian. We previewed UTSA, UNT. We'll come back on Monday with the post-game show. So birds up. See y'all at the Dome. Pack the Dome. Eat meat. Eat meat.